Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? <laughs> yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business, struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Before we start, I have to tell you about Hayley Merrick, Hormone Health Coach. She is the womb-wise woman, weaving two decades of clinical and natural health expertise to transform you from hormonal mess to hormone happiness, empowering you to release overwhelm, manage stress, and balance your hormones in a way that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Providing 12-week coaching packages and online membership, visit loveyourcycles.co.uk for more details and to book your free trial session. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. I am joined by the lovely Carol Robinson, founder of One of a Kind Club, confidence-inspiring jewellery. Hello, Carol. Hello, Charlie. How are you, lovely? I'm good. I'm good. So tell my listeners a little bit more about you and what you do. So I founded um, One of a Kind Club in September 2019. It's all about feel-good jewellery and we all need a lot of it at the moment. But um, I worked in advertising and marketing for 20 years after I left university. I did the career thing. I did the London life for 20 years and um, and. I'd always made jewellery but didn't think it'd be a part of my life and then I kind of approached my late 30s I was working really hard and had a few ups and downs in life in terms of things not so nice in the workplace and had a miscarriage between my two children and didn't think I'd be able to have another one and this is not a sob story this is we all go through our journey to get to where we are I'd always been in really competitive environments and um, and actually I'd always put others first rather than myself. And so when I became pregnant with my with my now nearly three-year-old daughter Poppy, it was that chance of actually going, let's do something different, let's not do the normal life. So actually I we put our house in the market, it got sold within a week. I moved to Norwich from London where I'd lived for 20 years with a three-day-old baby. Yes, I am crazy. Um, but I think you have to have a little bit of nuts to, to get far in life. And um, and then I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. And I'd always been the person who'd, I'm quite well organised. I'm quite sensible about things. I'd always known what I was going to do. And I didn't know whether I'd go back after maternity leave or whether I'd like go work for another agency or work client side or what I would do. And actually I thought, no, actually I want to give back to the community and I'm on a mission to inspire confidence and I'd made jewellery I'd always wore jewellery I used to be a lot larger than I am now and so I used it as a personality thing to show a bit of personality and actually pop on a pair of earrings and it's it's all about feel good and it's not it's not rocket science it's not going to solve the world but if I can make one person smile then it then it makes me smile and um, so I've been running that for a year nearly two years now and it's 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 going really really well and everyone kind of goes it's not just a hobby business it is on, I am on a mission to inspire confidence I've just got this is like brand exclusive just got into a massive regional um retailer which launches at the end of the month and I didn't think I'd do that because I just thought I'm the doer not the thinker and actually 
which is what I was told at work um, by one of my old managing directors. She loves me for saying this, but um, she was like, going, you're never going to like, you always have those things and you're never going to go far. Whereas actually I'm proving everyone else wrong by actually doing it well. It improves my confidence, but it also, if like people enjoy my jewelry or, or enjoy the tips that I give like other businesses, then, then it makes me happy. I love that. So you say you've always made jewellery. I mean, just don't pick that for me because I wouldn't have a clue how, like you just said, oh, I've always made jewellery. Like that was something that everyone does. I wouldn't have a clue how to make a piece of jewellery. Um, I, Although I look 21, I'm actually 42 now. And, um, and so I grew up in the days of when Fimo and like Colin McClay first came into fashion in in the 80s and so it was I've still got a, a brooch that I made which had like a hot dog on it which was which I'm still so proud of and I've got like I used to dress up outfits in slightly different like quirky way and my mum um should have gone to university she went to university to do textile and design and then left and so we were always quite creative in our house we always like we're doing arty and crafty projects and but I I made necklaces out of scraps of materials I like I added I sewed things on or, or stapled in some cases things onto like outfits to make necklaces to make myself look a bit more quirky and not like the high street so I'm not I'm not cool although I was featured in the newspaper last year has been the coolest jeweler in Norwich which is just which just makes me laugh so um I've always made things that you just you add you add things to your outfits to show a bit of personality because sometimes I don't want to be the person who follows the fashion. Although in my teens, I did probably follow my fashion, but it wasn't being true to me. And now I am being true to me. I wear what, what I like most of the time, if I can fit into it after the custard creams of the last year of homeschooling. But, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so um, just actually having a bit of fun and showing that you're not, that you're all one of a kind. And that's what, one of a kind clubs all about is being one of a kind I feel like that hot dog brooch needs to come back that needs to be something that you offer I know about to say there is a there is a, one of my amazing friends here in in Norwich is actually an artist and she does the great Yarmouth there's a like a massive hot dog on the seafront that's like outside one of the like the fun fair rides and she does it as her like print and things so I'm like I can't steal it off you <laughs> But we could do a collaboration, so that's a good idea. There you go. <laughs> collaboration over competition every time. Every um, so talk to us about setting up a business and how you found that and the obstacles that you've sort of faced along the way. Yeah, I think for me it was because I'm quite organised and I was always the doer and worked in um, account management within within advertising agencies. So it was setting up a project and I think you have to be really organised even if you're not. So a lot of creative people really struggle with like the organization and the business side of things. Whereas I'm really fortunate with having both sides of it. Although I still feel a bit of an imposter syndrome at times with the creative side of things, although I'm not, but it was just more about having a plan, but also going, if something doesn't work, it's not the end of the world. So you have to be really agile. And I set myself a date, of September the 15th 2019 where I had a massive massive show at like the showground which was full of amazing amazing craft fairs it was supposed to be like I was sold into this event it cost me quite a lot of money and no one turned up to the event and it was one of those feelings of actually but actually I took away the learnings of I made a very good friend Hayley from Stellarbox Designs who we it was both our first event and we've championed each other ever since 
And also I wouldn't have built my own website and got it live. I wouldn't have got my promotional banner. I wouldn't have done my branding. I wouldn't have like worked out who my ideal client is, whom, what my content pillars were, what my messaging was, had the photos done, like made some jewellery. I wouldn't have done all of that unless I had a deadline. Fair enough, I was working until like one o'clock in the morning on that day <laughs> to get everything ready because I always like leaving things at the last minute. But it was actually sometimes you have to be a bit more organised and you have to follow the ups and downs, like some things won't work. And I was gutted because it was my, my first bit of entrepreneurship and um, and no one turned up. But that it wasn't my fault. It was the, the organisers had done a really good job. Literally no one job. turned up or like just a few, it was very thin on the ground. There were um, 29 people came to the whole event in this massive, massive showground. Oh no, that's the worst thing. Including my mum and and dad. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) I remember one time we were doing the childcare expo up in London and it was like in April or something and it snowed. And they were like, we're still going to carry on and and go ahead. And and we went and did it. But it was very thin on the ground because who wants to travel? Whereas um, I have a claim to fame when I used to, I grew up near the Birmingham NEC and there was uh, the Closed Show Live was there when we were a long time in the 90s. And because it snowed so badly, no one could come. And so we walked over there and they said, oh, we need we need some models from the audience. So my aunt put my hand up and I was a model with like Jeff Banks and um, on the catwalk with loads of glamorous models when I was like 14 years old. <laughs> I used to love the Closed Show Live. I know, it's brilliant. <laughs> I love that. I oh, see my myself doing that now. And, I, uh, and so, but yeah, it was fun. It'd be brilliant though, wouldn't it? With all your jewellery. Um, people often say to me though, like, oh my gosh, Charlie, you're so organised. Like people who don't know me, um, but see me on the internet. I am the least organised person you will ever meet. I'm so scrappy. But I do think there's an element in business where you have to be organised, yeah. you have to have a plan, you have to know what's coming. Um, so in, in that way, I am. Um, what's your favourite thing about running your own business? I get to do, it doesn't feel like work. It's, it, it's really weird. It just feels like I go, and, I go and network with people and have coffee with like people that are doing like collaborations with or, or suppliers or my customers I just go actually try that pair of like bright pink earrings because actually I think it would really suit your your coloring and your personality and they try it and and they love it so actually it just feels like I'm having just a a bit of a a fun time all, all the time there is the serious thing of making money and like return on investment and what works and what doesn't work but actually it's just following the dreams and I do it around I've got a seven-year-old and a two-year-old as a, as, a, as some of you know and it's about I can be the person who drops him at school or her at nursery and and be the one that picks up it might mean that I work later on when they're in bed but I get to do it around my hours rather than working 70 hours or 60 or 70 hours for someone else and being all over the country and and like putting a lot of pressure on yourself to be a perfect mum and be a perfect business person and be a like you look at all your friends from school and they're all earning hundreds or millions of pounds a year and you kind of go actually are they actually happy like I would I've like I because I am a small business I'm not I'm not on my London wage anymore but I couldn't ever I couldn't be happier now love that and so you you're all about confidence inspiring through jewelry 
talk to me about how important you think that is I don't wear a lot of jewelry so you know you could convert me maybe would I be more confident if I wore some jewelry maybe I think it's just a bit like some people put like put on their mask of like wearing makeup and so they put on like that bright pink lipstick if they want to go out for dinner whereas I was always brought up in I'm quite a tomboy in a lot of way which is weird weird because I make I make jewelry which is quite feminine but it's just it's very much about popping on something that actually just gives you that little bit of positivity and it's not going to solve the world and it's not going to solve the thing but actually if it makes you smile and if you think about it um jewelry has quite a lot of meaning for certain people in terms of I've got a navy blue um beaded necklace that was my grand's and so I I wear it and I put on her like her strong she was such a strong lady and so it's the sentimentality of it or I pop on a pair I push myself by wearing like I've got some um at the moment some 80s inspired kind of neon um bracelets or which are made out of acrylic and they just remind me of wearing those hideous cycling shorts when we were in the <laughs> 80s 90s with the black with the striped colour so it's that sentimentality and I think actually certain things can people go oh I don't wear big earrings but actually if you put your hair up and, and you put on a statement pair it just shows it shows a bit of power not in a woo-woo way because I'm not woo-woo but I, I understand woo-woo but um I think that actually not showing it just frames your face and gives you an instant lift so I think I'll be sending you some Charlie don't worry we'll convert you (laughs) (laughs) I love it and um sort of during lockdown and covid jewelry became an even bigger thing didn't it you know you're only showing your face and your neck so a pair of earrings a necklace could really change the dynamic on a zoom call I know I mean the amount of like Christmas and New Year's Eve like New Year's Eve was like amazing like everyone was wearing big glitter things like I've got some glitter like leatherette stars that everyone was wearing because they were like well we can't party with other people so we're in our pajama bottoms with like a like top on and a pair of earrings and you'd go to like zoom meet I mean I've did over zoom during lockdown and it was just about putting it's about showing showing your personality getting a bit nice and they got bigger and bigger the request for like no timid earrings it's like big 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 was the way of doing like power dressing like the 80s so it was like not shoulder pads it's big earrings I love it um and what is the the thing that you find the hardest about running your own business and being your own boss I think because I've I'd worked with loads of really creative and strategic people and I'm not saying I'm not creative or strategic but when you're surrounded by a team of people that you can bounce ideas off and that's why I love that kind of like I love the entrepreneurs group club and I love and I love you and I love like the people that I've, the tribe that I found online and in real people so there's a big group of East Anglia Instagrammers called EA Grammars and they've all become really good friends of mine because they all just support and and champion business for people but I really miss going actually I just want to have a little brainstorm and go right I even I can tell someone else what they should do from a content perspective but sometimes I sit there here on my own and I just don't get the creative juices flowing and so I have to be surrounded by other people so I just take myself off and go and have a coffee and or have a walk around Norwich is such a creative city or have a look through like I'm a big travel. I'm missing my traveling. And um, so I looked through kind of, I traveled around the world with my husband for a year and I've always traveled, but it was, it was just more, I sometimes get the photo albums to 
get that creativity and so I think it's just about finding what your weaknesses are or what what you need support with so I'm quite good at talking but I'm not necessarily very good at getting that succinctly done in writing so I've got uh, a lady who does some of my editing of, of my copy for like my website and for other bits and pieces and it's also but sometimes it's just about not being a perfectionist as well so I think Absolutely. you can't do absolutely everything you have to be a little bit agile and go there you can't solve the world and be be the best that you can at everything but it's about giving things a go and what about your kids do you encourage them to make jewelry yeah so um Daniel is my new creative director he that's his job title and um, he sits there with his like big um and and mind maps loads of ideas for me so he's um he's a bit behind on his writing at the moment so we're doing it as a bit of a fun task to help him with his writing and so he um sits there poppy is um top model and <laughs> uh, she she is the diva she's the person who says whether she likes something or not she's quality control so she'll go no she's only two <laughs> but she'll say no or make it more pink so that is, <laughs> but um i think it's just about showing showcasing the fact that it is all about giving them different options and it's not just about going in my day and the school I went to which was a, which was a very good school was all about being academic and you couldn't like be creative or or do things or be entrepreneurial because it was go to school go to university and get a, get a graduate management job and that's what what you did whereas there's so many more opportunities available for young children it's just about giving them the confidence but there's also a lot more about they're open to talk about mental health or actually the different thing their strengths. So I'm teaching them what what their strengths are, and they also get to spend time with with. I'm not saying I'm not a feminist, but they get, but I do believe that men and women should have equal responsibility for childcare. And so when I was at, I do quite a lot of events at the weekends because it's when my customers are about. And so actually the kids really enjoy spending time with their dad, who's normally locked away in the, not locked away, that sounds dodgy, but like he's in the <laughs> dining room. <laughs> Sorry, I came out wrong, Charlie. You know what I meant. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. And I, I think it's, it, it, you know, it can only have such a positive effect on your children. You running such an amazing business that inspires confidence. You're going to be inspiring confidence in future generations as well. Yes. Um, so tell me, Carol, who inspires you? I have so many different people that inspire me, but I think they're a big, big um, lady that I respect and, in, and has inspired me is Mary Portis because she started off working as a Saturday staff job in retail and is now one of like the top authorities on retail and communication in the UK she's um she's on a mission she, she's still on a mission to save the high street she was creative director at Harvey Nichols before setting up the Portis agency and she left an amazing amazing job of like having transformed Harvey Nichols into a cool place to shop from a slightly my words not hers funny duddy type place shop to like being cool and aspirational and she left set at the agency because she was like I want to be like I want to have my world I want to be in my world not someone else's and I want to give I want to help others and I was lucky that she um about 10 years ago there was a save that she did a big project on saving the high street and um and was 
called onto it with the, from the Prime Minister in 2005. And she um, <clears throat> basically, Sydenham Forest Hill, where I used to live, and Catford got some money to regenerate our high streets. And, um, and so we worked with Mary Portis on actually transform, like taking empty shops and putting pop-up shops in there. And so although I was only like a marginal, like, part of it I just felt that it inspired people and that there is so much more that can be done from a retail industry and from a from a high street perspective and it's about supporting independence which I'm really a big champion of. I love that um and what about a book that you've read? So it is a book that has by Carol Dweck which um I think I'm saying that right but she's a Stanford University psychologist and it's all it's called growth mind it's called mindset changing the way you think to fulfill your potential easy easy to remember title but um and it's all about looking at your the way that your mind thinks about things because I think we we sometimes go oh I can't do it because I'm just not good enough or I can't do it because I'm not brainy enough or I'm not good enough because I'm not pretty enough whereas actually it's about retraining your brain to go your brain is always going to go I can do it or I can't do it there's no changing our brain, but we can train it in a way of actually going, what can we do? Can we make things more positive and can we change it? So it's not just for business people. It's for it's for education. It's for people like teachers. It's for business women. And it's actually just a really good starter book to look at it. And it and it speaks in. I'm not saying I love reading really intellectual books, but actually sometimes they, I kind of go, I don't understand half of it. Although I've got like four A-levels and like 10 GCSEs and a degree and a postgraduate degree. Sometimes I go, just speak to me in English. And, um, and so it actually gives you really easy tips about how to change little things that can change your mindset. Love it. And finally, can you give a piece of advice for a fellow entrepreneur? surround yourself by people that are going to give you positivity and um, and learn from them but actually it's your business it's your life you know your market inside out you know what you should be doing and actually your gut is the most important thing so if it doesn't sit right in your gut don't do it or if it is or if your gut's telling you to do something just do it and um and you and you never know where it will take you Thank you so much, Carol. You've been fantastic. Tell everyone where they can find you. So you can find me at oneofakindclub.com or I'm on Instagram as oneofakindclub or Facebook as oneofakindclub. Or I've actually just set up a Facebook group called the Confidence Inspiration Group, which is just to share different tips for confidence and mindset as well as the power of jewellery. Absolutely love it. Thank you so much, Carol. Thank you for having me, Charlie. Lovely to speak to you as always. Do you feel confused about marketing? Are you fed up of feeling invisible and getting little or no interaction on your social posts? If you want to get better at marketing your business, come and join my free Facebook group, You Can Do Marketing. It's a friendly community where I share tons of easy to follow and action marketing tips to help you grow an audience who want to buy from you. So who am I? I'm Claire Black, mum of two, and I help women who love the business they're in, but feel like they're wasting too much time on marketing and just not getting anywhere. I teach you step by step the marketing skills that you need to go from feeling confused about marketing to confident and crushing it. So what are you waiting for? It's time to let the business you love flourish. Join my Facebook group, You Can Do Marketing. See you in there.